Welcome to Head to Toe, a series of interviews with medical professionals, illuminating healthcare's history while shedding a light on its future. Okay, hey guys, welcome to Head to Toe. Here I am at the Portland, Oregon Convention Center in downtown Portland, and I am at the Oregon Healthcare Association Annual Convention and Trade Show. And you guys get this, I'm part of the trade show. I'm legit. I have a booth, just like the rest of them. It has blue curtains. I have a name badge that looks really official. I have business cards. I am very excited and also extremely nervous about how this is going to go. I didn't really plan. Okay, that's a lie. I actually did plan. Um, I've got some uh, questions I'm going to ask some people. I am going to hand them out my email, talk about the podcast, talk about what I want to do, and uh, see how it goes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I'm just going to stand here with my microphone and my headphones and my laptop like a complete nerd and uh, see if I can get to talk to some people. Um, It looks like the convention's really geared towards long-term care and senior living and and healthcare management of, of, of that sort. So I'm, lots of different booths have like hospital beds and there's there's different booths for hospice and, and building and there's like three different senior buses parked in here on, on AstroTurf. There's a forklift behind me. You guys, I can't get over how official this is. This is very cool. Okay, so uh, the three questions are, what do you think is the best way to promote retention among healthcare workers? Excited about that one because I think that's a breakout session here. That's going on as I am speaking into my nerdy microphone. Seriously, forklift behind me. Whoa. Back to my three questions. Uh, the second is, what do you think is the number one re- number one thing we can do to promote healthy aging? And the third is, will you get a flu vaccine this year? And then finally, I'm going to try some surprise questions and kind of see how that goes. See if I can't get some audience participation, if you will. Um, the coordinator, Melody King, will hopefully stop by and tell me a little bit more about what the convention is totally about and what OHCA does and what their aims are. In the meantime, I'm going to hand out my business card like to everybody I, I, I run into. It's like a business card orgy here, basically. It Just freebies everywhere. I don't have any freebies. I just look cool with my headphones. Testing, testing, more testing. Okay, it's 12.58. We're about 17 minutes away from opening the doors. I've done my rounds around the convention center here. Um, Met some cool people. You know, a lot of them tried to sell me stuff, and a lot of them wanted to know what I was selling. I said I wasn't selling anything or buying today since my budget is negative. But, (laughs) um, yeah, met some cool people. Um, Hopefully they'll come back around and talk to me about what it is they do and maybe answer some of my questions. Okay, here we go. Wish me luck. Okay, so I'm here with Christy Turner. Okay, we're here with, what's your name again? My name is Kurt. Kurt, good to meet you. Very nice to meet you. All right. Okay, so I only got two people to answer my questions. Christy Turner was an expert speaker at the OHCA convention, and Kurt was an enthusiastic attendee. Both of them had similar and yet different things to say. Three questions. Here we go. What do you think is the best way to promote retention among healthcare workers? I think if we treat staff the same way that we treat the residents, the clients, the customers that we're going for, that would be huge. And a big part of that is actually giving them the tools that they need to succeed. Things like this, like coming to OHCA, educational component, and um, treating them like they have a life and a family, Mm -hmm. and having compassion, as much compassion for the people who work for us, our team members, as for the uh, residents who are coming in. Mm -hmm. Prevent workplace injury. Listen to your staff. Look at your acuity. 
include your staff on acuity and how you're reporting acuity mm-hmm. and looking at uh, residents that are having changes of condition quite fast so that you can get there before somebody gets injured. What do you think is the number one thing we can do to promote healthy aging? Probably we're doing a lot better job now than people were doing even 15 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't say a number one. I think usually we want to say, but if I could just take a pill for it, everything would be great. That's not real life, though. So probably, you know, how we move and what we put in our bodies. Those are the big things. We need to keep moving. Paying and attention. We need to be conscious of what we put in our bodies. Right. Yeah. And I think do something. I mean, this is a big one for um, reducing chances of developing dementia, which is what I specialize in is mm-hmm. dementia, not reducing chances. But mm-hmm. a big thing for reducing chances is do something that brings you joy every single day. That keeps you engaged um, cognitively and emotionally, and it makes your brain happy. That's a good thing. Uh, that's a, uh, that's a, I, I don't know if I'm optimistic enough to answer that. Mm-hmm. With the way the data's coming in, and the thing that I've noticed is the healthier people stay away from long-term care longer. Uh, advice to people I'd give is just to stay active, stay mobile, and uh, to find something that makes you happy. Uh, thirdly, will you get a flu vaccine this year? I know the answer I'm supposed to say. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not getting a flu vaccine because I feel I'm too young. <laughs> that's cute. Okay, you didn't have to laugh so hard. Oh, I'm but, sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry, that was rude. I'm nervous. This but that's like... the truth. <laughs> Will you get a flu vaccine this year? I did not. Um, and I'm, I, I might, it's been intermittent off and on every year. Uh, I find with myself and I, am not saying for everybody, right. Cause I'd never do that. But for myself, I think that it's 50, 50, a couple of years where I got the shot, Norwalk came around and it didn't do anything to stop that. And so far a cold hasn't really bothered as much as that kind of virus hmm. bothers me. Okay. I swear I was not laughing at Christy Turner's age. I think I was laughing because I'm just so very pro-vaccine. So, sorry about that. I guess I was just surprised that 0% of the people I talked to were going to get a flu vaccine this year. Surprising to me. So, as part of my convention shtick, I had this kind of box of surprise questions that I thought would maybe get people involved. Again, only two people, but hey, uh, it worked out fine. Um, They both happened to pick different surprise questions out of my box of tricks, but they both sort of answered the same thing, which was surprising kind of ironic that my own surprise question surprised me and then there's a surprise question finally you gotta pick one Uh okay well that's oh my goodness where should federal money go cancer research or a vaccine for zika virus well of course i'm going to say alzheimer's research Mm -hmm. is my answer Mm -hmm. we have a lot of money Mm -hmm. so i'm not one of those gals that's like if you have a piece of pie then there won't be enough pie left Mm -hmm. for me it's Mm -hmm. a giant buffet Mm -hmm. so let's do it all why not do it all if we can generate money out of thin air for uh, foreign pursuits and Mm -hmm. expeditions then i think we can figure out what to do to make life better for people who live here Funny how I keep saying "Uh uh-huh and totally every time that I'm nervous. Now, I'm really more of a piece of the pie kind of gal. I believe that resources and money are finite in this world, but I really appreciated what she had to say, and I totally admire her belief that we really should do it all. Now, while Christy's surprise question didn't have the word Alzheimer's in it, she totally brought it up, which, of course, you know, it's her her area of expertise. Uh, Kurt picked out a question that did address Alzheimer's. All right, and one final surprise question. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Do I read it or do you read it? You can read it. What would you rather cure? Ebola virus 
or Alzheimer's. Okay, uh, I would probably cure Alzheimer's in the fact that the way that Ebola works is, I'd say, a little more humane in in eliminating human beings, and, and Alzheimer's to me is just, um, it's not fast enough to be like a super predator, and humans mm-hmm. don't have predators, right? So I kind of right. consider viruses and diseases to be our control mechanism, but it's awful. Wow. Uh, so I would definitely, and I'm not just biased because I work in the industry i just right i would prefer as a human being to get ebola right over alzheimer's wow okay kurt thanks so much thanks for having yeah. me thank you so much christy You're, thank yeah. you my pleasure yeah so my two-person interview consensus is that dying of alzheimer's is way worse than dying of ebola and other diseases so we should do everything we can to focus on curing it this makes me reminisce about my very short career in long-term care and makes me remember all the awfulness that is associated with losing your mind. I just think people who work in long-term care or in that industry are so inundated by memory care and Alzheimer's and the scars that are deep and, and run with the, those kinds of pathologies and diseases and, and aging that um, at a base level, I think all of us are sort of afraid of, of, of getting old. And finally, I got to talk to the person who allowed me to be there. Okay, I'm here with Melody King, who is the coordinator for today's event. Yes? Hello, yes. Yeah. I am. And I was hoping you could tell me just a little bit about what OHCA does on a regular basis. Sure. So Oregon Healthcare Association, we're a membership-based organization for long-term care providers. So those folks who are working in nursing homes, assisted living, in-home care, um, those providers. And what we do on a day-to-day basis is just make sure that our members have the tools that they need to be successful to provide the best care that they can to the residents that they um serve. And today's convention happens every year. It's an annual thing. It's and our it's... annual conference. Yep. Every September. Okay. And this year's theme is driving quality. Maybe tell me just a little bit about that. Sure. So the reason we chose driving quality is we always like to have some sort of fun theme going on that ties back to something people are familiar with. So this year we chose the Route 66 theme. So all of our decor and such are classic cars and road trips. And driving quality, what that means to us is that by coming to this conference, the providers that are here are really working to learn new skills, develop the skills they already have to drive that quality of care that they provide to those residents um, to just assist them to continue to improve and uh, be their best selves. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that concludes my on-the-road episode at the OHCA convention. Thanks very much to everyone who came up to my table, took a business card, looked at my microphones and ran away. That's okay. You still looked at me. That was pretty cool. Um, Big thanks to Kurt and to Christy Turner. Uh, You can see more about Christy Turner's work at her website, DementiaSherpa.com. She's an expert speaker and guide. Uh, Kurt, you're out there. I'll get in touch. Maybe we can do an episode. And finally, Melody King, thank you so much for letting me come to the conference and set up my uh, my stuff, talk to some people. It's a good time. I'm really glad I did it. It was something new. I was kind of terrified, but hey, it worked out just fine. Um, I do want to read the rest of my surprise questions. I thought they were pointed, yet also kind of funny. Um, let's see, the first one... Uh, which kind of transplant surgery would you rather have? Hand transplant, foot transplant, or eye transplant? I don't know how I came up with that one. I think I would probably have foot transplant because you could probably relearn how to walk pretty well. I don't know about seeing or 
doing things with their hands. So, uh, do you think people talk about advanced directives and their healthcare wishes enough? Uh, my answer on that is no, definitely no. I'm gonna write a book about that someday. It's a tiny other soapbox I have. And uh, let's see, the last one is. What is worse, a care facility without air conditioning or a care facility without Wi-Fi? Oh, God, no Wi-Fi. That's just barbaric to not have Wi-Fi. Seriously. Okay, thanks, guys, for listening to Head to Toe. This was a fun episode. Um, there's more to come, so stay tuned. Follow me on Facebook. It's Marie McMillan, M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. Check out my website, mariemcmillan.com. And uh, if you're interested in doing a podcast episode, please email me at macmillanpages at gmail.com. Thanks very much, guys. Take care until next time.